Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. We are picking up with day four of our Living Changed Spiritual Warfare devotional on the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick it with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Psalms chapter 86, verses 6 and 7, and it says this. Listen closely to my prayer, O Lord. Hear my urgent cry. I will call to you whenever I'm in trouble, and you will answer me. The devotional is titled Pray, and it says this. Prayer is a powerful way to join the fight in the spiritual battle. If you're not sure where to start, there's good news. God intended it to be as easy as talking to a friend. He doesn't care how we say our prayers. He just wants us to talk to him. In fact, if God had it his way, we would pray without ceasing throughout the day. It doesn't necessarily mean praying long prayers one after another. It simply means that in every moment, with every breath, we have the opportunity to intentionally acknowledge God's presence and invite him into our thoughts so that we can be more open and in tune with what he's saying. For example, We may quickly ask for safety while we're driving or thank God for his creativity when we see a beautiful flower. We may invite him into our conversations with friends or ask him to guide us in making a business decision. We may ask him to guard our hearts and minds when we look in the mirror and we don't like what we see. The reality is the voice of the enemy could become the constant in our lives if we don't intentionally fill the space with God. The enemy loves to get us feeling isolated, but with prayer, we're never alone. The night before his crucifixion, Jesus was overcome with grief. The Bible says he threw himself face down on the ground and poured out his heart to his father. He begged and pleaded for a different outcome, but ultimately surrendered to God's will. This should be the example we follow. Our prayers don't have to feel pretty. They don't even have to be words. God knows the mornings of our heart, and he fights for us. So we can cry or be angry. God can handle our emotions. We don't need to avoid our feelings when we feel attacked, but turn to God for help. Yeah, and I I don't know how you feel about this. I'm kind of putting Tori on the spot with this right (laughs) now, which she always gets very nervous about. But I did see a comment on another devotional about Tori and I's uh, prayer time. We used to actually... Uh, in season one of this podcast, we used to leave some time there mm-hmm. for our audience to continue in prayer. And I think maybe right now we're going to put maybe a minute or so of instrumental worship on right now. And if you all don't yeah. feel awkward, um, <laughs> if you all maybe just go ahead and lift up those things that you need prayer for mm-hmm. uh, and just know that we're praying in agreement right now. And yeah. we're, we're going to jump back in. But I think personally, Tori and I can both do that on our own yeah. as well. And just lift up those things that we're anxious about, lift up those things that we're struggling with, that we're fighting, um, and really just try to find some some hope and some comfort in this stuff that we're struggling with.
Okay, so if you are still kind of in the middle of a prayer, feel free to just pause this or even rewind and just have that instrumental music playing again. But as I was praying, I really felt that maybe some of you listening, that was the first time that you're really honest with God in a long time. Um, I know that sometimes for me with the Lord, like if there's certain things I'm struggling with, um, and maybe that's with God as well, like we shared on our, our normal YouTube channel, I was kind of having a harder time being honest with the Lord after Micah was born because of just the labor and delivery and how that went. And sometimes it's hard for me to talk to the Lord when I'm kind of like upset with him in a way. And so I feel like there's such power in your honesty and there's such power in a broken prayer. Like when you're broken in front of the Lord. Um, and so if that wasn't you and maybe now you're even feeling that like, wow, I just had some prayer time and I went through the religious, this, this, and that of what prayer can be. And it's been a little while since I've actually been honest with God. I really encourage you to take time to do that today. It's so healing. Um, because when you actually are honest with the Lord and you, you, he meets you there, um, then you're reminded of who he is. You're reminded of his character. You get a different perspective on the situation um, in general. And I think that that's something that's really, really, really powerful because it's in those moments of brokenness before our father that revelation occur. Um, I know in our season of waiting, the verse Romans 8, 26 through 28, correct me if I'm wrong, but it talks about how when we no longer know what to pray, the Holy Spirit interprets the moans and groanings of our heart and brings them to the Father and prays for us in accordance to God's will. And so take the pressure off of your prayer life and just get to the feet of mm -hmm. Jesus. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think that that's key right now. Um, we're, we're talking about a lot of things regarding taking our thoughts captive, um, having like a battle plan against the enemy when it comes to spiritual warfare. And I think all these things are valuable, but you know, we, we have to keep our eyes on Jesus. Mm -hmm. We have to keep our communication open with Jesus. Like nothing else matters than that. Yeah. Like you can be the smartest person, the most beautiful person. You can be the most strategic person. You can have come from the best family. You can have all these things, but none of that matters in the death of the son. You know, none of that matters. All that matters is that we're in relationship with Christ Jesus mm -hmm. and we get to talk to him. Yeah. And so if you are avoiding that, which I've done before, I think Tori has too. If, if you are avoiding it, maybe check in with him about that thing. Cause he can handle the reason why you're avoiding him. Yeah. Um, that's not, I don't want to say a problem. It is a problem, but it's like, it's something you can go to him as his child yeah. and talk to him about why you've been avoiding prayer time mm -hmm. and get, and get right with them and get real with them. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I know it'll minister to your heart like it does ours. Yep. You want to pray something out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you that you listen. We thank you that you're here for us. We thank you that you've never left us. You've never forsaken us, that you have good plans in store for us, Lord, that your presence is always available to us, Lord, that you are a powerful God, and yet you're so personal, and you want intimacy with us. Lord, I pray that you would break the chains of religion off of us that makes us feel like our prayer life has to be perfect, 
and that you would remind us that you want all of our broken pieces, Lord, because you are the only one that can take those broken pieces and turn it into a masterpiece. So Lord, we thank you for who you are and what you're doing and that we get to be in relationship with you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Sayonara. Sayonara.